Hello and welcome to Mindful of Everything with me, Agrita, a podcast giving you insights to the mind of deep thinkers, where in each episode I'll be discussing various thoughts and questions deep thinkers often find themselves mindful of, from topics such as climate change to self-development and everything else in between. So, let the journey of mind unravelling begin now. Welcome back to Mindful of Everything after a month-long break. I didn't expect the break to be this long, but I am still on holiday, so I can call it a holiday break. In my social media posts, I did talk about me having a lot of deadlines in which I couldn't get around to recording and releasing episodes. I do apologise for that because I had previously said that I would try to work around stuff to get the episodes out, but it didn't happen. So... For a New Year's resolution for 2020, I'm going to try really, really hard to get around any sort of deadlines or anything like that to just stick to my podcast schedule and release episodes fortnightly. If that doesn't work out, I'll probably go into being a monthly podcast, but of course I'll let you all know before that happens. Today's topic is something that's very close to me. Another one of those topics that people don't really like to talk about on average And one of my friends who may be listening to the episode right now, maybe not, she really brought this topic to me and we started discussing about it. And then I was like, okay, I definitely need to release an episode on this just because it's so important. It has definitely become a major issue of today's society and we don't talk about it enough, as well as the fact that it's very, very close to me and it's something that I've mildly gone through and seen other people go through. And that is mental health and the issues surrounding mental health. So the problems that people get with poor mental health. Just to give you a bit of a context, because I think context is really important so you can understand where I'm coming from. I have never been given formal diagnosis for any sort of mental health condition. I have never sought formal therapy or help from a therapist. I have never felt like anything has happened in my life that I want to self-harm or to take my own life. I've never reached that point or that stage that we we usually associate to depression with. But that doesn't mean that I have no right to discuss about these things because first I have seen people going into that stage I've heard about people or at least people have told me that they were going into that stage and how they came out of that stage. I have also been through certain aspects of mental health issues that I was able to bounce back from fortunately and I was lucky enough to have people to talk to about these things so I couldn't reach a worse stage and I think because of all the experiences I've had so far I can definitely make this episode to talk about mental health and the issues around it and kind of make you understand that it should not be a taboo topic at all. It's something that we really, really need to focus on because it is a silent killer and it's already taken so many people's lives. It is still taking people's lives. And if we don't sit down and talk about it, if we don't tell other people that, you know what, I don't think this is a taboo topic and I'll listen to you with an open heart and open mind. If we aren't telling people that, you'll continue to lose precious souls because of this silent killer and that is the main issue of our society today I think definitely 
And so I really, really do hope that this episode can help you understand why it is so important to talk about mental health and any issues arising because of poor mental health. So let's begin. In terms of the stats, so how many people actually do suffer mental health issues, according to Mind UK, which is a really well-known company in the UK for mental health, state that one in four adults and one in ten children suffer mental health issues every single year. And one in six adults report a problem every week. It's really important to remember that these are just people that report their issues, their problems that they're facing. There are millions of people out there, unfortunately, that don't even want to get formal diagnosis because then they'll have to just state that on every single formal application or form that they fill in for anything that they have been treated for. Or just the idea of people knowing that they're getting help, they're getting external help for their mental problems and they think that it's not worth it or they're afraid to do that, they're embarrassed to do that and these stats are just already so high but accounting for all those people that haven't mentioned that they have some sort of mental health issue going on, these stats are going to be much much higher when they're already so high. I think that is just really really painful to understand and to accept What I think is really, really surprising though, when I did go on the Mind UK's website, is that the number of cases of mental health haven't really increased over the years. These, by the way, are just all statistics found out in 2017. I couldn't find any recent statistics because every seven years a survey goes around in England to find out how many people have gotten treated for mental health issues or are suffering them or are seeking help. So 2017, 2016 were the most recent statistics that I could bring to this episode. So I think it is really surprising that the number of mental health cases that have been reported haven't really increased over the years, even though we expect that to have increased because more people are kind of becoming, I think, overall more accepting of the fact that people can get depressed, people can get anxiety or any other form of mental health problems. But yes, the number of cases are increasing. But what is increasing is the number of negative ways that people use to overcome their depression. So the coping mechanisms that they use are worsening. So the cases for that are worsening. And that includes things like self-harm, attempts to commit suicide, and then committing suicide. I think that is really, really frightening. The fact that the number of people that are coming out to report mental health issues is not increasing, but the number of people choosing to go down that route of self-harm and suicide is increasing. And you would expect mental health to become a less of a taboo topic. At least I would anyways, because lots of people are facing it. There are many celebrities that come out and say that, okay, I've been facing this and this. And so you'd expect people to actually start to accept it. And it really, really shocks me when I hear other people saying how their families are not supporting them, their friends are not ready to listen to them. They don't have anyone to talk to about mental health issues. Personally, because I have friends are really ready to talk about these things. I only do really like connecting with people that are able to sit down and talk about things that are uncomfortable to talk about. Because in the end, no matter how uncomfortable something is, you have to talk about it if it's important, if it's affecting your well-being, if it's affecting the well-being of people that you love and care for. 
if it's affecting the well-being of anyone that you know. It really, really saddens me how there's still so many people out there that don't have that sort of support that I do and that people that I know do when it comes to mental health or when it just comes to anything that is making you feel really, really empty inside and making you feel essentially worthless. I personally do think that because of how we have structured out our modern lives, especially people living in cities, we are finding it much, much harder to cope with mental health issues than we would have found it perhaps years ago, decades ago, perhaps. And really, it's just the way how we've structured everything, whether it's education, whether it's work, whether it's just living in a city, you know, it's become very, very fast paced. I have emphasised this in practically all of my episodes so far talking about self-development and understanding yourself because of how fast-paced city life has become and I think the modern life in general people just want to keep on working keep on getting to their goals without actually understanding that they are breaking down internally and externally too it's really 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 sad I think it's an epidemic in at least cities and across the globe where people have just prioritized money success even others over themselves and over their well-being their health both mentally and physically and it's really really sad to see that there are so many people out there that just don't want to talk about these things are ready to talk about other things rather than talking about how they are getting on in life you would expect people that are close to you that love you and respect you to you know sit down and actually talk to you about these things but there are many people out there that genuinely don't feel interested in talking about these things and just don't want to know about the pain of others like I mentioned in my previous episode there are so many people that don't even watch the news anymore because they feel like it's too much to handle there's so much going on in the world that is so painful And I understand, it is painful, of course. I do find myself many, many times thinking, gosh, I really, really want to talk about everything, but then how am I supposed to help? You know, talking is not just going to do everything, but talking is the first step. It's the first step in you ever doing anything in the future for these problems. You know, if we talk about it, we're showing that we genuinely care and we really do want to support organisations or do something ourselves for these issues. And mental health is something that you can't say to yourself that, okay, I'm not going to get depressed. I'm not going to get anxious. I'm not going to ever think about self-harm. These things happen slowly. Like I said, it's a silent killer. Unfortunately, you don't know if you're going to be next in terms of facing a mental health issue. And it's something that you can't control. And that's basically something that other people can't control that have faced this. So we really, really do need to support everyone that we do care for and people that we just know about. We need to realise that not everybody is good at coping with certain things and it's not because of whether they are strong people or not, it's also because if they have that support or not. I am very, very lucky that I have people in my life that are ready to listen to me whenever and wherever and because of that I've gotten a lot of strength in the past. I feel like if I didn't have that support I wouldn't have been able to come out today and talk about mental health or to even start this podcast or to talk about things that people feel very uncomfortable about. I used to be a person where I would get upset over the smallest of things, I still do, but the way in which I coped with it was terrible and 
now I've definitely improved on it because I've made those connections and I've been able to sit down and talk to people about how I'm feeling. And because I've gotten the support, I've been able to open up much, much more. So support is very, very important. And I really, really do emphasize on this. If you realize that someone is feeling constantly upset about something, constantly up, like stressed about things, you really, really need to be there for them and help them through this. It's not your job to fully pull them out. They need to do that for themselves. But you need to tell them that you're there and you'll help them in practically anything. If they need to go to therapy, they will need to and you will support them in that. You won't judge them for the fact that they need external help. They need formal help. If they need to go on medication for their diagnosis, then you'll support them and tell them it's fine. Mental health issues, it's an illness in a sense, you know. If you need medication for a flu, then what's, what's any different for getting medication for mental health issues? There's nothing wrong with it. We need to remove this taboo that if you're getting medicated for a mental health problem, then you're crazy. You're not. It's just a part of your body that you are treating, which is your brain, your mind. And really, really, the main, main thing is that we need to just support each other. We need to become more open-minded, more open-hearted, and understand that these things happen they're not something that anybody wishes that happens to them. And if you truly love someone, if you truly care for someone, you will be there for them, regardless of what they're going through, just so you can support them. In terms of what sort of mental health issues are most common, at least in the UK, again, I apologise for only giving UK stats. I do really, really try to get global stats, but I'm in the UK, so websites kind of just come up showing the UK stats. In the UK, apparently the most common mental health issue, at least in 2016, has been mixed anxiety and depression. So around about 7.8 out of 100 people have reported to have mixed anxiety and depression. Again, remembering the fact that these statistics are very, very underestimated, not just because people don't actually want to come out and talk about what they're experiencing, what they've suffered through, how they have come out of it, but also because these statistics by Mind UK don't include people that are homeless, that are in shelter homes, that are patients in hospitals for a long term, or prisoners. So, of course, like I said, the statistics would be much higher if those people were included and if more people actually came out and told us that, yes, I am depressed. Yes, I do have anxiety, depression or disorder and I have suffered through it. I just want to sort of spend a little bit of time talking about the things I've experienced in my life and why I have become the person I have become today in terms of not being shy to talk about things that people do feel uncomfortable to talk about and why things like mental health are really, really important to me, very, very close topics to me. As I mentioned at the start of this episode, I haven't gotten formal treatment for anything or diagnosis or I haven't gone to the extremes in terms of coping mechanisms. But there was a stage in my life a few years back where I was genuinely thinking of starting therapy without telling my parents or I was looking for certain platforms where I could talk to somebody about whatever I was experiencing 
to understand myself more. And I think that period of my life was perhaps one of the most painful periods of my life because I had told myself ages ago that I love myself, that I am a very strong person, that I'm not affected by what people say and things like that. So I told myself that I'm a very strong person and so when I started realising that my whole mindset was changing, I couldn't really relate to myself anymore. The goals I had set in my life, I had gone very, very far away from. I was trying to become like the people around me. I was chasing people. I was doing everything that I told myself I wouldn't do. And so when I decided that, or at least when I realised that there was something wrong about how how I was just living my life, I thought perhaps I have some sort of mental health condition. And the only reason why I actually thought that is because there were many people around me that thought that they would need external help, that they were feeling depressed. And essentially the environment that I was in was very toxic. Not because there were many people that were going through hard things in their life. Of course, everyone goes through things that make them feel very weak. And I'm not saying that because of that, I wanna cut off from people like that. But toxic in the sense that I couldn't relate to basically anyone that was around me. I had completely lost my meaning of life without myself even knowing. So like I said, these things happen without you understanding of it happening, without you even knowing that it's happening. And I had genuinely reached a stage where I was like, okay, I probably am facing some sort of problem. And so I started self-diagnosing myself. I mentioned this at the start of this podcast in my first episode and I started using the internet as a tool to diagnose myself which is definitely something that nobody should be doing whether that's for mental health problems or for any other problems and I thought I have bipolar disorder because my mood swings were getting so bad that I was like this can't be normal you know I must have some sort of problem and I thought okay I have bipolar disorder But the way in which I realised that I probably won't have it is because the main sort of aspects of bipolar disorder, in particular bipolar personality disorder, is that you have feelings of self-harm and suicide and those two things just didn't come through. Um, Even though I was feeling very, very upset with everything, I wasn't ever feeling like I wanted to commit suicide. I wasn't ever feeling like to harm myself at all. And so deep inside I knew that, you know, this can't be a condition because I'm not feeling strong emotions like these. But then I told myself that then what what could it be? What could it actually be if it's not a condition? And I got into a very unhealthy mindset thinking that just because I'm feeling upset, it means that I have something and it means that I'm in the wrong. Luckily for me, I had a very, very close friend that was able to listen to everything and she really helped me kind of understand that it wasn't me it was the people around me it wasn't me at all and I should never try to find faults in myself because others are making the situation worse for me once I was able to get out of that environment and look back at everything I just realised that the reason why I felt that way was because I had completely destroyed what I had made of myself. Whatever I had told myself in terms of my values, my morals, my ways of thinking, I had completely destroyed that to fit in to that environment that I was in. And for me, I have loads of morals in life, but 
one of the main things I tell myself is that if you go away from what you truly are, you've basically lost everything. Everyone and anyone can go away from you, but if you go away from yourself and from who you are for good, you have lost essentially everything. And that's something that I've told myself for as long as I understood that I need to care and respect myself and I need to essentially love myself. So because I had strayed so far away from myself, I essentially had lost everything in that sense. Once I realised that, I think I felt so empty and so disappointed at myself that it did affect my mental health. Even the process of moving away from what I truly am just to please other people, perhaps deep down inside, I knew that something wrong was happening and I shouldn't be doing it, but I did it anyway. So at that point, it's really, really difficult to describe because now it seems really distant. But I do know that life just felt so weird because I had no idea what I was feeling. I had no idea that I was forcing myself to fit in so much because I had already told myself that I don't do that. Agrita doesn't do that. But at that point, Agrita was doing everything that Agrita told herself to not do. And it's difficult when you realise that you have strayed away from what you believe you are. But once you come back, you come back. And it's true, if you lose something, you can totally gain it back again. And that's what happened to me. Once I stepped away from that toxic environment and moved forward in our life, I came back to what I was. Instead, I came back to a person that was better than what I thought I was. I understand that it's not that easy for everybody. I'm really not trying to glamorise anything here. The process in which I came out of that state to come into a more healthy one and to come into a better me, it was hard. I'm not going to lie. It is hard. It is really, really hard to cut off toxicity and just focus on yourself. It's very, very hard. And because of that, I guess that's the reason why I have very few friends. In terms of the two very, very close people I have, I only have literally two in terms of people that I can tell everything to. And many people would be like, oh, you have a small circle of friends. Don't you want to expand that? And genuinely speaking, it would be great to, of course, have more people that are like me. But so far, I haven't found that. And the couple of people that I have found that are ready to talk about these things, are ready to understand me without judging me, I'm perfectly fine with having those few people in my life. I think that, yeah, that's why I have very, very few people because in my life that I genuinely love. Because I'm that sort of person that loves to be very transparent about everything and many people don't and I'm not here to judge them at all but in terms of making close friends I do want people in my life that are ready to open up and tell me that okay I have been through lows in my life and I did deviate from what I really believed in but then I came back and that's what you want to hear nobody wants to hear a perfect story of somebody that has always been perfect in their life because none of us are perfect I want people in my life that are transparent, that are open about these things. Because the more open you are, the chances of you suffering by yourself become much smaller. Because you know that there are people out there that are ready to listen to you without judging you and without telling you that the issues you're facing are petty. I'm not here to tell you how to get out of your mental health issues at all. But all I'm saying in this episode, or what I want to kind of get across, is that seek friendships seek people in your life that are ready to accept you how you are 
Regardless of what position in your life you are at, whether you're hitting rock bottom or whether you have improved yourself so much that you are perhaps the happiest person in this life, seek for people that are ready to listen to your problems without judging you or without telling you that there's somebody else out in the world that is suffering more than you grow out of it. Every single person is unique. We all have different situations and different circumstances that we experience that make us feel certain ways and we cannot compare ourselves to people that are in different circumstances and situations and environments. If we do that, we just end up hurting ourselves because we tell ourselves that our emotions are meaningless, are pointless, and there's no reason for us to even think about our emotions. So genuinely telling you this, and please just tell everybody else as well. Seek for friendships, seek for relationships, where people are ready to be transparent to you, are ready to tell you everything and anything and are ready to listen to you when it comes to your personal self without judging you. And I know that there are many, many people in this world that are there to judge you for practically everything that you do, but it's fine. Be patient and just tell yourself that I'm not ready to settle for people that will judge me and won't listen to what I want to say. If that means that you have very few friends, then let that be the case. Because things like mental health can get totally out of hand. And genuinely, every single person in this world is unique. No one is like you. This world needs you. This world needs a person like you because there is no other person like you. And when it comes to things like depression and anxiety or any other mental health issue and people end up harming themselves or taking their own lives because nobody was there to listen to them, then that means that a precious life that was so unique has been taken because others weren't ready to listen to what that precious person had to say. People that have experienced depression, anxiety, or have experienced some sort of aspect of mental health issues, like myself, will understand how painful it is. And people like me that have gotten the support when needed will know how lucky and how blessed they feel for having those people in their lives that were ready to listen to them when other people weren't. So the main take of this episode is not so I can tell you how to get out of this because everybody is unique and I'm not any sort of therapist or I don't have any training in this in mental health at all. And of course, if you do feel like it's going out of hand and talking to others is not really helping, then I definitely tell recommend you to seek external help to seek medical help because there is not another of you you need to take care of yourself because you're this world needs you this world won't ever find another you you need to accept that you need to realize that and the way you realize these things is through making meaningful connections meaningful relationships with people that genuinely care. Please don't focus on the fact that you only have a few amount of friends or a few amounts of connections. So long as those connections, so long as those friendships, so long as those relationships are strong and meaningful where you can actually present to people how you really, really are as a person, you're perfectly fine. You're perhaps the happiest person in this world. So just prioritize yourself and make those meaningful connections. And be ready to talk to people about their problems. Because if you keep telling your own and not listening to others, 
the relationships you so cherish will start to deteriorate and break through because nobody wants to have a relationship where they can't tell their pain but they are being forced to listen to your pain. So please, remove this idea that mental health is a taboo topic. It is something for someone that is weak. Only weak people experience depression and anxiety and any other form of mental health issue. Please remove that from your mind and just please be ready to talk about other people's problems and about your own problems. There is nothing to hide. We're all human. We all have ups and downs. Instead of focusing on just the ups in life, you need to also focus on the downs so you know how you can go from down to up to where you finally feel at peace with yourself. Thank you for listening. I hope you've gained a little more insight to what it's like to be mindful of everything. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button on your favourite podcast app to be up to date with episode releases and go over to my website mindfuloveverything.home.blog to get more information. This is Agrita with the Mindful of Everything podcast and I shall see you next time.